Okay. Um, well, zechus is is more the idea of refined, something that's refined or something that's pure. pure. I could be talking about the light as well. We have to see what it's referring to. Let's let's go back okay. inside. Okay. So, <clears throat> so um, we're still in the middle of this conversation, and if you think about it, one of the major points that comes out from this is, and you could see this throughout Hasidus, the question of where does Mamalik Alamim come from? In other words, in many places in Hasidus, it says Mamalik Alamim is like a ray that's coming out from Saiv of Kalamim. Right? That, and presumably you may have seen that somewhere before, once or twice. Okay? Um, so that is following which opinion? The one in I base that there's a mixture of inside the. Well, you had you had a fifty percent chance. Hashi. I mean, you could have gone either way. Yeah. Hashi. The the this is referring to the idea of of the ramak, which is that the light only becomes seared once it goes through the reshima. Right. In other words, so you have this plain light that's going through. That would be the light of Saiv of Kalam. Right? And then when it goes into the into the Rishima, right, so then it gets, so to speak, tiered, right? It's gonna take on some of the uh, some of the tier from the Rishima. So then it's, then we have the levels of Mamali Kalamim coming out. Masha Enkin, if you're talking about the, the Shita of the Arizal, right, which is the Shita that he discusses in I am based, so then you have to say that it's a different story altogether because from the get-go, before the Tsimsum, you had two different levels of light. Remember that whole discussion right, right. from yesterday, right? You had the Kayach which is making up eventually the Kalim, right? But then you had the or the Yecholis Lahayir and Yecholis Shalol Lahayir, right? Those are the higher levels, right? So Yecholis uh, Lahayir is making up this simple, so to speak, light, which becomes the root of the of the of Saiv of Kalamim, of Saiv of Kalamim, right? And then you have Yechol Shalol which is then the root of the Kalim, right? Or the Kayachagvul, which then becomes the Rishim, which then becomes the Kalim, right? Exactly. Now, according to the Arizal, right? According to the sheet of the Ayin Beis, then you have to say that you have this higher level. What's the higher level? The higher level is a mixture of, right? A mixture of the Yechol Shalol and Yechol Shalol right? It's coming from a higher level. That winds up being the source of the Mamalikalam light. Right? That's what's going to be. So now you have not that Saiviv is the source for Mamale, Mamale has its own source. Now, it's very interesting. If you look at in the writings of the Arizal, something that's a little bit hard to understand, but it talks about it talks about the idea of the Igulim. Remember we talked about this a, lot, uh, a couple of times ago, that the light, when it first comes into the halal, it makes an eagle, makes a circle, right? Which is corresponding to the concept of seviv kalamim. And then there's the concept of yosher, which is the straight light, which is corresponding to the concept of mamali kalamim. But what's interesting to note <coughs> is that the Arizal calls the circular light nefesh and the yosher light ruach. Now, why is that unusual? First of all, you have to understand why that's unusual. But once we understand everything that we talked about yesterday, it becomes not unusual anymore. 
What's unusual? Which is higher, ruach or nefesh? Ruach. Right. Now, which ruach is higher if you were to say soiviv kolamim or memale kolamim? Presumably, soiviv kolamim would be higher, right? So the question comes out: How could it be that the Arizal is then saying that um, that soiviv kolamim is called nefesh, which is a lower level, and memale kolamim, which is a is is called ruach, which implies that it's a higher level, right? So now it makes sense because the bottom line is that the root of Mimale Kolamim, which we're saying now is coming from a mixture of Yecholos Lahayir and Yecholos Shalolahir, which is obviously then coming from the Etzim, which is a much higher level than both of those put together, right? Because it has to be, if it has both aspects to it, it has to be coming from a higher level than both of them. That's the idea. So all of this has a lot of ramifications as we're moving forward. You'll be able to see it in Hasidus and you'll be able to understand which Shita it's going through. Most of the time, we're talking about the Ramak's point of view. However, um, it seems like there's a lot of ambiguity in the in the Maimarim of the Alter Rebbe and the Mitla Rebbe, and it seems like the Rebbe Rashab, like as he, you know, spent more times in his Nesias, it became you know more. He brought it out more and took away a lot of the ambiguity and showed how it's really two different shitas that we are in fact talking about here. And that's why there is, you know, seemingly these contradictions uh, in Hasidus itself, which obviously are not contradictions. Okay, let's go back to reading inside. Now, despite everything we just said, right, which is all these different shitas in Oris, right, Mitsuyarim, hold on, yeah, we're going to say, however, regardless of how you look at it, the Kali at the end of the day makes the real Hagbalah. In other words, as much as you're going to say that the, the iris may have Eser spheres inside the Ur, right, it's still nothing compared to the Kli. What the Kli does to the Ur is a whole different Madrega. It's a whole different level of everything that we're talking about. The difference, which is going to be very interesting, which we're going to see, which I did not point out to you so far, but uh, we're going to see it more clearly now, is that you have in Hasidus many places that he talks about the famous mashal of the Ramak. What's the Ramak's mashal? The Ramak's mashal is the... Soul and the body? Opposite. The water and the keli. Right? That the, that the clear water goes into the colored keli, or the clear, the light goes into the colored glass, dirty. right? <laughs> dirty keli. But usually it's a colored keli. That's what we're talking about, right? That's the, that's the Ramak's mashal. The Ariza, the mashal that is that we're going to be giving here, which is similar, we're going to mention it here, and it's mentioned in Ayin Base right in the beginning of the whole book, right, is a different mashal. It's the mashal of the soul and the body. Now, why is that so relevant? The reason why that's so relevant, this is what I want to get to today, is that if you were to look at a soul upstairs in Gan Eden, you would not be able to see necessarily, that here's where the Chachma is, and here's where the Bina is, and here's where this is, and here's where that is, the Kaya Chariya, Kaya Chashmiya, Kaya Chadis. You'd see one blob of light, so to speak. I don't know if that really is such a concept. Can you have a blob of light? Okay, whatever, that's besides the point. Right? But you'd have one blob of light. And you wouldn't be able to distinguish between the different quote-unquote parts, because there are no parts of the light. It is one light. That's it. That's all it is. Okay? What happens, however, is that when the, so to speak, the neshama 
comes down into a goof, the glue that's holding it together, remember that whole story, the glue that's holding it together, the glue winds up cracking off, right? And what you have is instead of just like electricity, like for example, the opposite of this is electricity. If I want to, I could plug into this light, into this outlet, a light. I could plug into it a mix master. I could plug into it a, a computer. I could plug into it a, a CD player, a jukebox. I could plug into many different things. And the energy is going into the Kaylee. The Kaylee is clearly defining what the energy is going to go, what, what's going to happen, what's going to do. However, the energy is the same energy. There's no distinguishing the energy of the jukebox from the energy of the, of the computer or the light, right? It's the same energy. That is very similar to the concept of the water going into the red Kaylee or the green Kaylee or the purple Kaylee or whatever it is, right? That is not the concept of the soul coming into the body. The soul coming into the body is not that muscle. The soul coming into the body is the muscle of you have the blob of light, the so to speak, the glue cracks off from the glob of light, and then you have, so to speak, you have specific kaychos which are going to gravitate to specific kaylin. So the kaychareiya is not defined as the kaychareiya when it's in the, the, so to speak, the blob of light before it comes into the neshama. But it's there as a distinct entity, kaviyachal distinct entity. It's not really distinct. It's just a blob of light. And it has a netia towards chesed, or a netia towards re'iyah, or a netia towards shmiyah, or a netia to these things. And that only comes out once that glue is cracked, so to speak. Once that glue is cracked, though, however, the light that's going to be going into the eyes is definitely a different kayak than the light that's going to be going into the ears. It's not the same thing as the electricity. You following what I'm saying here? You guys with me? So this is why you have two different mashalim. Completely different mashalim. The light, or so to speak, the water going into the keili is the ramax mashal. Has no gravitation to... Has no gravitation to red. Exactly, exactly. So there's no gravitation of the water to the red glass versus the green glass. Masha'enkin, the soul going into the body, you have a gravitation of this kayak going into this, this kayak into that. It has a favorite color, so to speak. Right. Well, it is what it is. Now, having said that, however, you must say, regardless of whether you're looking at it inside the angle of the Ramak, or you're looking at it from inside the angle of the Arizal, the Kaili is where, so to speak, you know, where the metal hits the floor, or whatever it's called, you know, that's when things really happen. Prior to that, you're not going to see a real Hagabalah. As much as it, we're saying that there's a tear, there's no tear. You can't see, you can't point to the tear. Oh, I see Chesed flying by. You know, on, on, it doesn't work that way. It's the tear of the goof that is going to, the, the keli, which makes the real Hagabala. The only question is, is there a gravitation? That's the question. Yes, Kusio. Um, I was trying to understand this. So can, can you compare it to like white light? How white light compared, has all the lights in it? Then it comes everywhere, but then there's a certain vessel that only like shoots off red light. Right. Yeah, in a certain way, that is similar. Yes, what happens with white light is that you have, so to speak, you know, if it hits a prism, <laughs> so it breaks off the glue and it causes a refraction in the light and it, all of a sudden you see that there's a red light, a blue light. I mean, obviously, it's just talking about the speeds at which light is going through this prism. But the point being that there is such a, like, it's a bad muscle, but it's a muscle. It's a similar 
concept, but it's not. Uh, it's not. It's not meduyek in the same way. Yeah, Adam. What does Natiya mean? A, a gravitation towards something. Okay. Like he's bending. It's like moving. Yeah, well, like, do we do we understand the process of the guru and it being taken away? Like, um, do we? What does it mean? Do we understand it? I'm saying, is there other technical words for it? Um, Simpson. Yeah, that's a, that is what the Timsum is. The only question is, is that is there, is there, that's our question. Right. Our question right. is, did it's we, did we, do we say that there are three sources for everything, or do we say that there are two sources for everything? Right. So that's the whole. This is the whole question I'm bringing out now. Is Mamale just an offshoot of Saiviv, or is Mamale its own source? Okay. Depends if you look at the, the Ramak or. The Arizal. Uh, Saibev is beyond symptom. What's the source called of the Mamale via the Arizal? It would be this in between energy right. that has a. Ca- ca- it's higher. It's higher for sure. It's higher. Something that is higher can have two opposites going together. So is there a name for it or have we got it? Not in particular. Okay. Is Saibev beyond symptom? I don't know what that means, beyond. Like is Saibev beyond before the symptom? No, we say the root of Saibev is. The root of Saiviv, for sure. Is. So according to the Ramak, the root of Saiviv is the Kaya Habligvul. Okay. Right? According to the Arizal, right, that would be the also the, but it would be the Cholis Lahair, the higher level, right, as opposed to the other level of Mimalik, so the source way, of the Mamala. It's the source of it is before the Simpson. It doesn't play out as Saiviv Kalamim until it goes after the Simpson. I mean we don't call it by that name. Okay. Let's go. Back to the after the parentheses, it says like this: Ve'ikar hagbala hu al yedei The main hagbala goes through the kli shemagvil asaor, which comes to magvil the light. Shemizgale balafi oifen a mahuso. It goes becomes revealed according to the mahus. The kli hachach mahu ba oifen acher me kli habina. But bechinas hadakos v'zakos. Because the bottom line is that you're going to have a different, um, a different kli. So therefore, it's going to reflect everything. Now. Um, there's two aspects to this discussion. Another two aspects to this discussion. <laughs> Keep on adding two aspects to everything, right? There is the way the ore goes into the kli and the way the ore goes out of the kli. Okay? So that is a very important point, right? So based on everything that we're talking about, there's going to be distinctions both in terms of how the light comes in and how the light goes out, right? So let's go right there. Just keep that in mind, Okay? <laughs> So then he says, Okay, that's what we talk is referring to the Zayar, and this is a whole discussion um, that we're not going to have right now. Mamela automatically mispashet the misgaleha or beklia yoiser So now we're saying what? We're saying mispashet the misgale, right? So, you know, one's forced to ask the question, what's the difference between mispashet and misgalet? Okay? So, uh, presumably it's the way it comes in and the way it goes out. Right? That's what he's referring to here. Okay? So, it's going to be different the way the ore comes in to the light of Chachma and to the Kli of Chachma as compared to the Kli of Bina. And it's going to be different the way it goes out from the Kli of Chachma and the Kli of Bina. Kamokain. This is that point. Right? So this is going to also cause there to be a Hagbala in the Or itself, which is going to cause this Or to be Chachma, this Or to be Bina. 
Got it? So now we're talking about that the Kli is making a real Tumuna, a real Tzir in the Or. So no longer are we saying, right, even if we hold according to the Shita of, right, Oris Mitsuyarim, right, that there are ten spheres in the Or, you can't say that there's a Tzir in the Or prior to it going into the Kali, the way we know a Tzir, right? That's the point that he's trying to bring out here. So as much as you're going to say that there is a Medida, there is a Tzir, there is a whatever in the Or, don't make the mistake to think that there's a like it's like a visible so to speak or a real tear right right the real tear in the actual light there might be a gravitation that's what we're discussing but until it hits the kali the kali is the entity that makes the real the real deal here right fine okay so now we're going back to that all right, Vadai Kane Shahagbala Bahaur Shazechachma Vizechesed Huayidea Kaili. That's a lot, that's very clear, right? What are we saying, Josh? That, it, that we're talking about the Kaili uh, making, making a change on the light. The Kaili are the, the main uh, changer. Right. So for sure, according to the opinion that the or is Pashat, so that's obvious, that the Kali is going to be the one that really is the one that makes its impression on the light and is what changes the whole story. But then he says, Otherwise known as right? Which seemingly would imply that there is some sort of seer prior to it going into the Kali. What is the key word there? Metzius. Metzius. Metzius is the key word. What's Metzius mean? Real existence. A real form. Right? A real form. In other words, up until this point, you could call it a T or you can call it a gravitation, you can call it by a lot of things, but you're not going to say that it's a Metzius of Chachma. I'm pointing to the Metzius of Chachma. You can't say that. That doesn't work. Because as much as you're going to say that there's a, there's spheres in the ore, the spheres in the ore are not making a deep impression to make it into a Metzius of Chachma before it comes into Chachma. There's no Metzius of Chachma in the ore. There's a Netiyah. Right? But there's no Metzius once it comes into the Kali of Chachma. So no, you could say it's Chachma. You got what he's saying here? Similar idea to remember, like we, we bring, uh, he's going to bring in a second, right? Derech uh, right? The right? This is the Arizal's Mashal, right? Of the the soul and the person, the Kaya right? The power to see, the Kaya the power to hear. <coughs> you cannot look at the Nishama before it comes into the body and say, "Oh, I see where it sees from. I see where it hears from." It doesn't work that way. However, when it's going to come down. And be enclosed within the body, the kayachariya is going to gravitate to the eyes, and the kayachashmiya is going to gravitate to the ears, and not the other way around. That's a different point altogether. That's a, that, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. What we're talking about here is the actual kayachariya that plays out in the eyes themselves, right? For sure, the soul is able to see. It sees in a, not in a physical way; it sees in a spiritual way, but it's not based on the kayachariya of the soul. Yeah, Josh, you have the next question. Yeah, it's interesting. In the, in the body, there's no place where you can look at the brain and point to like where 
we visually see something, it's like, oh, that's where you look, that's how it's happening. It's just, you can see the process in the brain of it using a certain part of the brain, but you can't see like the image in the brain. You can't see a smell in the brain. You can't see like... Okay, that's interesting. It's, it's very interesting. Okay, very interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do we say that there's an atiyah without a Very simple, because the bottom line is that a metzias means that you could really, you could really point to it and say, this is it. This is the metzias. This is the thing. It is its own independent existence. It's now called chachma. When it was in the light, when it was in the neshama, before it comes into chachma, right, or before it comes into, uh, before it, in the light, before it came into the keli of chachma, you can't say about it that this is chachma. Even in the, in, in the, in the shita of the Esther spheres, in the or, you can't say that. You have to say that the or is still plain or. It's still or. Okay, it has a tzi or whatever that means of Esther spheres. But it's not that you could see the Esther spheres there. That's what he says. Got that? This is what we're talking about here. Right? So this is the Arizal's mashal. Okay? This is not the mashal of the water going into the different cups. Very important to notice. Okay? So he's saying that even while the nefesh, before it's enclosed within the body. Now this exact discussion is had extensively in the first Mayimur and Ayin base. From the second chapter on, maybe we'll spend some time doing that if we have time, maybe on a Thursday night if you ever, uh, you know, oh. think about uh, maybe coming over or something, I don't know. Anyway, so that you have, you have this idea of prior to the Hislabshus of the soul into the body, right? Prior to the Hislabshus of the soul into the body, you have already Right? Something there. But it's completely a spiritual kayach, uh, in an absolute way. It's completely removed from any type of from any type of gashmias. And through the hislabshus into the evarim ba'im now all of a sudden it's a gashama right it's now it's the power to see like it talks about in in over there in iron base that the idea is that the that the soul when it's in the body is no longer able to see the spiritual things that it once saw when before it came into the clea of the eyes once it comes into the clea of the eyes it winds up the eyes wind up limiting the kayak the soul, that that aspect completely to such an extent that it cannot see anymore, right, the spiritual things. But we now can see the physical things. So it looks different once it comes in. But it's not that it's not there in the nefesh before. That's what he's saying here. This is the point. This is exactly the phrase that he uses over there also. Because now it has the capability of seeing physical things, thinking about physical things. Here he's talking about Haskala, the Indian of the brain. Vechain Liros or Iagash means to see physical things, right? In other words, he's talking about how the soul, when it comes into the body, the clea of the body, the clea of the particular aver is making a deep impression upon this part of the Nishama, right? The Kayach that is going into it. It's being limited. But 
it's not only being limited in, in like, so to speak, the negative, the limited, it's also becoming revealed. So now it can be used in a physical body. That's a big chiddish. Okay, that's the main point here. So you, so let's just understand this mashal completely. And let's make sure that we got it clear. <coughs> Prior to the soul coming into a body, you have all these koichas. But they're not distinct. That's the point. They're not distinct. They're not distinguished. They're not a mitzias. You cannot point to them and say, I see the koichareiya. It's nothing like that. It's one blob of light. Okay? It's one blob of light. That's what it is. That's all you see. Right? However, according to the Ariza, you will say that there is, in that blob of light, there are nitiyas of these kaychas for this as is going into their eyes and this is going to go into the ears. Now he says the words kamokain. Now, what I'm saying, what's interesting here is that what? He's using the nishama into the body as a muscle for the oris upstairs. Okay, usually we use the physical as an example for the mush, the nimshal, which is the nishama in the body. Here, that's not what we're doing. We're doing the other way around. Here, not the other way around, but just going step up. Right. We're now using the nishama going into the body as the mushal for the or coming into the seder ishtalshal. <coughs> Are you following what we're saying? Everyone's with me? So that's what he says. We'll see the same concept in the oiros. Now it can become a metzius. And not only that, it's able to become poil according to whatever the particular keli is. Like it's written elsewhere. Okay. Now, vagam is a second point. Right? Whenever you have a vagam, it's a second point. So you have to try to figure out what is the second point that he's saying here. It was all sweet and good until here. Vagam hakli hi magbelis, it limits bechinas hispashtusaur. Beza even vakama yispasha vizgale lamata. Oh, became very clear. What is he saying here? Meaning what? Meaning what? It doesn't just like doesn't just receive the light. It also dictates how it will receive the light. Mm, I'm not sure. That's I don't know if that's what he's saying. Anyone want to try? But basically, this is saying the body is a kaili. Uh, mm, no, he's saying that's what he said Does before. The kaili influences the light even before it comes in the body. No. It's saying the kaili is influencing as the light's coming. Coming out of the body, that uh, each keli is a different way of influencing the effects as it come out, comes out. So the or is, in a sense, like different for each one. Right, exactly. Before the vagam, it's talking about the way the or is going into the keli. <coughs> After the vagam, it's talking about the way the or is coming out of the keli and influencing something outside, i.e., the gilui of the way the light's going to be. Look at it again. It says like this. Let's go back. We'll go back. Kamokain. Start with the kamokain. Okay. The kamokin yuvam bevechinas ha'oiras. So now we're talking about the oiras, right? Sha'ayidei hislabshus b'hakelim through them becoming mislabish into the keli. Ayidei zedafka naasim bevechinas betzius. Okay, so now they're becoming betzius. This is the way the or is going into the keli. 
And the ore is going to work according to whatever the keli happens to be. Right? So that's point one. Now, point two. Vagam. The Kli is coming to limit the way the ore is being expressed. What does that mean? In which way? The comma and how much? How much it will pour out and become revealed lower down, meaning after it goes out of the Kli. So the Kli is acting like a, uh, a ruler, so to speak of how much ore and which way the ore is going to shine out from itself going further, going weiter. But it says lamata. Lamata meaning in a lower level than wherever the keli happens to be. In other words, a chachma is, let's say, here. So the ore that's going to come out from the chachma is going to go down. Right? Yeah. Does it, like, direct, like, the light in the way of, like, the kapamada, like, very interesting. It's a good question. Excellent question. So what you're asking is, we saw before, before the parentheses, that the Kav, right, Kav Amida is also acting as a ruler to say how much ore is going to be here, how much ore is going to be there. Can we say that the Kali is acting in a similar way? And the answer is similar but much more, right? Because the Kali has is made it into a Matthias now and now it's making it into a much more, it's, it's much more limiting. And that's what we're going to say. Now, this whole thing, right, it has to be played out and we have to see how this is going to be shown as we go further with regards to the Kalim and with regards to eventually what we're going to get to is the idea of the Parsa, which is a whole different other discussion in Kabbalah, which is the idea of the curtain that's going to take place between particular words, worlds, which then comes and just blocks the light in a very, very major, major way. Okay, so we're going to see how this plays out. Yeah, what? Um, is, is Kav only called Kav, like, until it hits the first layer of the world? Uh, and uh, it, you ask good questions. Is, it, is, it, is, it, is there, like, an essence of Kav that's contained within the ore that's in the Spashad and the Scholar from the Bikali? Because, like, now it's, like, we don't have that same essence of Kav as, like, when we're talking about the forest thing. It's a very good question. What we, what we say, what they say is, what we say, not I, but the, what it says in Kabbalah, what it says in Chassidus, is that the Kav is mispashit until, uh, until the lower levels of Atzilus. Now, what exactly does that mean? Uh, good question. Um, you have to say, though, the Kav, the way we speak about the Kav, is really in terms of the, it's called Or, as it goes past that. Mainly when we're talking about the Kav, we're talking about the level of when it's bokeh, the tzimtzum, and breaks into the tzimtzum, and that's, where, that's the point. But it does talk about that idea uh, in very many places about how far does the kav go. It said right? here it goes it to biyah. What? It said here it goes to biyah. Okay, so we're going to see. But it, that, it's not necessarily the actual kav itself, and then it becomes a this card of the kav. It, it talks about it. Okay, let's go right. Now. So it says like this, v'hagam shemavor b'makom acher, even though it's explained elsewhere. Okay, very hard to understand what that means. Okay, so so we have we have some serious problems here. Um, what's going on? 
Nal means the parsa. Nal literally means a shoe. A shoe? A shoe. S H O E. Shoe. Which is the, another name for the parsa. <coughs> parsa means a curtain. So also the kelim are magbil, the hispashtus of the light. What? So now we just added now a third topic, right? <coughs> the topic of, I don't think so, but it's possible, anything's possible, is that now we're talking about a new discussion, something called Pnimis HaKelim and Chitzonis HaKelim. So now we're getting introduced to three new topics. Topic number one is Pnimis HaKelim. Topic number two is Chitzonis HaKelim. Topic number three is the Parsa, otherwise known as the Na'al, the shoe. You would never tell me to shoe, have I? I think we'll stop here. <laughs> we, 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 covered a big, we covered a big chunk today already, you know, in terms of getting us through the... Uh, I think that everyone should be clear by this stage in the basic idea of of uh, you know, or as mitzuyarim and or as pshutim.